Come on in to Margaret McSweeney's Kitchen for Kitchen Chat, where every week you'll meet chefs, cookbook authors, foodies, gourmets, and just plain people who love to eat. And along with laughter, chat, recipes, and stories about food, you'll sometimes also hear words of inspiration, love, and hope. As Margaret always says, Kitchen Chat is food for the senses and food for the soul. So grab a cup of coffee, put your feet up on a comfy chair, and get ready to spend a little time with Margaret and her friends. Hello, dear foodie friends, and welcome to Kitchen Chat. I'm your host, Margaret McSweeney, and I'm so glad you're joining us today in the beautiful Viking and Lachlan showroom in the Merchandise Mart, here with my dear friend and co-host and brand ambassador to Viking, <laughs> Chef J.B. Larita. Hello, Margaret. Uh, well, we're going to have a fun show today. I can't wait for you to meet Rachel DeMarte. She is the owner and founder of Rachel DeMarte Events, and she is going to teach us how to host a fabulous home party or a house party with some great tips. So welcome to Kitchen Thank Chat. you. Thank you for having me, guys. You're welcome. You're when it comes to partying, you know, there's, there's certain things that I know. Food is the number one number thing, in one. my opinion. Yep. You love food. I love yes. food. So in my event world, there's lots of different types of event planners, right? And with me, my my niche is in food and beverage. I have a food background. I was a caterer for a long time, um, restaurant, all kinds of different elements. And to me, the most important component is the food and beverage. Those who are watching out there, how do you go about hiring an event planner? What should uh, someone who has an upcoming sure. very special event, uh, what should they ask? When you go into people's homes... Um, you know, I run the gamut, right? So all different types of events. Um, specifically, we're only talking about homes right now, but it's different. Um, people are like, it's my house. I know how to throw a party. I've done this before. Like, I know how to stage my own house. Why do I maybe need someone? And there are lots of kinds of tips and tricks as to why you might want to bring someone in and that process of how it all unfolds and then actually having them be able to be a guest at their own party. Right. Yes. Which that is one of the most foreign concepts when having this conversation like, okay, do I do this? Do I hire someone? Do I not? It's that they actually can be a guest. Um, and they also don't see, you know how when you live in your house, you see your house one way. When you bring in someone else, they can see your house in all these different arenas, the flow, the floor plan of the event, where you would put a bar. Where you would put the garbage. Where you would put the garbage. Exactly. <laughs> we want to stick caterers in their kitchen, the heart of a party. We want the caterers to be in the background, out of the garage. Right. Um, and just different ways to utilize your house the most. You want it to be functional and flow. Well, you're right. I mean, Rachel, when someone's throwing a house party and they have their home decorated a certain way, it's for three, six people living there, whatever, mm. not for the hundred people that they're inviting over. Exactly. And it's a different format if you're having six people versus 50 or 100. You know, it, it's a different conversation for all of those different guest counts and how we strategize to get the most bang out of the party. Your favorite moment in throwing a house party? Guest reaction when they walk in the door. Ah. Um, you can see it. You can feel it. Um, and the second they come in, whatever you've staged, you know, if it's some grandiose food station like I love, um, or, you know, some sort of mixology or, or just this beautiful floral spread or all of them together, which would be the ideal combination, um, you see people's eyes light up. And it's that moment. And then you watch them compliment the host over and over. And you secretly think, yes, I nailed it. Right. And I'm sure you've probably been to a Rachel DeMarte party. Oh, several. So what was the most memorable moment for you? Her parties are <laughs> memorable because I think you know how to add that extra layer or two without it being 
too much. Sure, sure. Well, I think, I mean, for me, more is more, and your more is more, right? Mm-hmm. This whole minimalist, like, I am a maximalist oh, on top God. of maximalist. Me too. Um, layers and textures and all of these things. And when you talk about the elements of a party, um, you are talking about floral and elevation and how you're presenting food and it, in a way that's guest-friendly but looks really styled um, and all of these different components. And what about music? Music. We haven't music. even gotten there yet. I know, music. I mean, most people miss that mark. They think, let me hire a DJ, but it's the wrong type of music. Right. And lighting. Number one, lighting. I can't tell you how many times I walk into people's homes, and these are lovely homes. I'm like, dimmer switches. Where are your dimmer switches? And some people just don't, for some reason, make the connection Hmm. that, I mean, we can light a bunch of candles and turn all the lights off, and that works too. But um, my biggest hurdle is if I go into someone's home and they don't have dimmers. And that's a really good point when you're building a home and Mm -hmm. the people that build homes that like to party should consider that in the build. Absolutely. You know, it may not be what you're looking for to live in every day, but incorporate the lighting and the dimmers that you may need when you're partying. These days, you know, people are going back to throwing parties in their homes. They are. When when people are in the design process, they should think about having people in their kitchens. And everyone always ends up in the kitchen at the party. It is inevitable. (laughs) Well, that's why, you know, part of I keep talking about the flow and the floor plan is people want to put the alcohol and the food all in the kitchen where everybody's already going to be. Right. You want to pull these pieces out so that you force people through the whole home. Otherwise, everyone's pigeonholed into one area the whole time. And is there anything, Rachel, are there like secret weapons within the home, things that are underutilized maybe that people may already have in their pantries or their kitchens that you might incorporate into the party? I know you've got so many things. things. People say, I don't have anything. I have nothing, you know, and we bring everything. We can bring anything in, of course. But I opened their pantries. There are 12 cake stands. Cake stands can be used so many different ways. Never for cake. Forget the cake. Right. Um, you know, whether it's staging bite-sized hors d'oeuvres, um, whether you're adding, you know, different elements of decor or you're pulling pieces that really speak to the party, why that party is happening. Right. Um, whether, you know, it's just a lovely dinner party or maybe it's an engagement party or a shower. It could be a million things. But these elements within their cabinets can easily be folded in to the elements that present all of these fabulous things. Yeah, so what you're saying is is that a cake stamp, for example, which you have right there, yes. that might be with baby little desserts right. or, or appetizers. Yeah, I would fill these with like, you know, some sort of lobster salad right. um, and a perfect little demi-fork. And now, you know, again, it's just a cake stamp, but it gives you height and texture. And that's really the goal when you're designing a food station. Besides the food looking fabulous, that's obvious. The height and texture to it really is what hits it out of the ballpark. Yeah, because you're visually trying to present something that may or may not ordinarily look delicious on its own, yep. but you're giving it new life with layers and, and stacking exactly. it. And is there always like a color theme? Is that how does color play So it changes it? with each and every event. There's never two events that are the same. You guys know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really depends on the client and what their goal is. Um, and then we kind of back into all of that. It's like, what is this party? Why are we having this party? What is the goal of it? And it doesn't have to be some complex answer. It can simply be, we're having a dinner party. Right. We want Italian food. Call Jamie. He's going to cook. And, you know, ta-da. So it just depends what type of event and how we bring together the look and the feel of the party. So what are some little things? Say people are at home or having a dinner party. Mm-hmm. And they, or they, they're going to have appetizers 
advisors and hors d'oeuvres out. What can you do that's kind of special? How would you present that, like to, to talk about maybe naming the food? I know you should have like a menu card over here. So menu signage to me is a huge thing. I feel like people overlook that, especially in the home, right? Because they're pulling together things. A lot of times maybe they're DIYing the food. Maybe they have a caterer. Maybe they have a private chef. All of these are options. Um, but... There's never proper signage. And for me, there's two things that are important. One, you know what you're about to eat. And two, that you don't have to always seek out the food. The food also comes to you. So I'm a big fan of both past hors d'oeuvres, things on carts, big big uh, food stations, all of those things, because I never want the guests to have to fight to find something. Um, so that really goes yeah. back to my or, own or, menu signage. Or, or fight to find someone that can identify what it is that they're right. eating. Yeah. What is that? I'm not really... Yeah, I haven't, right. Right. So right. Which is a really huge red flag. Now, did you make that? Did you make that yourself? So I have a, d- a couple different companies that I work with in, in the world of printables. All mm-hmm. things paper, basically. So it kind of depends, again, what, what kind of party it is. And I always try to match the vendor with the client, the best possible fit. Different vendors have different talents, right? So um, they all do food signage nowadays. That wasn't so much a thing before because everyone used to do these very stuffy, formal plated dinners. And now I I enjoy the trend so much more of fun food stations. You're not stuck in your seat forever. Right, right, right. right. And what other fun things and fun tips? I noticed you have several things. I think there's a resurgence of, of the favor in the home. Um, to me, that has been such a thing with, obviously, weddings and other very formal... Which you do incredibly well. Thank you, thank yeah. you. Um, I enjoy running the gamut from... You know when you're at a DeMarte wedding. <laughs> you know. There's usually it's some extra. ridiculous wild card. <laughs> yeah, like, what it's, it's surprise extra. is going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> it has been the biggest surprise. Um, it's usually some sort of celebrity performer, and it's a reveal and no one knows about it. Um, and it just kind of, you know, takes it to the next level. I noticed you had, I was looking at you on Facebook and you had like a was it a a party on a yacht recently so, it was an 80s party so yeah yeah so wow. because in January you should have a party on a yacht in Chicago perfect <laughs> totally normal right yeah for sure so it was a 40th birthday with an 80s prom theme where every guest was required to dress up and they all literally had like some had their original prom dresses none of them zipped in the back of course why would they <laughs> it didn't matter I mean everyone was literally dressed to the nines um, and we kept the boat at the well we did not leave the dock um, but because the, there's icebergs because there's <laughs> icebergs everywhere in Chicago um, and it was of course a night it blizzarded so we, we were like is anyone going to find the boat like because it's on the river where the lake and the river meet and it's just it, oh is that why you called me for the penguins yes I needed penguins, needed no. penguins. <laughs> joking so um, the surprise performance was Arrested Development and this is a group of clients so I many of their friends are my clients so I know the guests really well which is really fun for me and really rare and they all knew something was going to go down and literally you're like Rachel who is it who is it but I can't tell right so that was our surprise that night nice so weddings are really something you do well but I'm looking at some things here like what's this golf ball okay so favors in the home that's where we started this conversation um I think it's really fun to have your guests leave with something right so so parlaying the wedding conversation hangover kits (laughs) 
Okay, so I'm pretty sure. I know a friend of mine that could have used one of these. I, I know her. Um, so there's a lot of house parties that, that they go all night long, right? Yeah. So why don't you want to leave with one of these? Oh, that's perfect. Right? What a great idea. It's so wedding centric. And I'm like, let's take it out of the wedding and put it in the house. Yes. Um, and then if and we're. What do you put inside of them? Oh, well, um, anything from Alka-Seltzer, vitamin C packets, obviously Tylenol, Advil, all the usual things that will you know, save you the next morning. <laughs> I've actually included a mini bottle of tequila in one before. Oh, you know, hair, hair, the the dog. Dog. hair of the dog. Hair of the dog. Hair of the dog. Um, it's important. And then um, if we're talking about putting something personal at each place setting, which I also think is a nice thing to do when we are doing a proper plated experience, um, you know, things like custom note cards. Oh. Um, so when they sit down, this is just a little takeaway for them to think like, oh, these, these guys took the time to put my name on something. Yeah. It's just a really nice nice surprise and delight for the guest. Mm -hmm. And talk to me about this golf ball. Oh, uh, so um, when you have clients that really like to golf and you're throwing a party for them, you have golf balls made with their faces on them. Very that's cute. a good. That's good for some revenge therapy. It's well. just a fun little takeaway, but also all the guests golf. This is key to this yes. favor. You know, you're mm. not going to give this to a bunch of people that don't golf. So right. Yeah. So that's really smart. I love the hangover kit. You yeah. know, and then having all the information at your fingertips. How long does it normally take? Say you're throwing a house party and it's a good one. You know. How long do you need? How long does, does DeMarte need to deliver the party? So not as long as you would think. Um, the biggest misconception of lead time for events is a sense of venue urgency, right? So now we're talking, we're taking it out of the home. So if we put it in the home, we're not looking for a venue. We have the venue. Um, and I have flexibility because it's your home. And I'm not stuck with a space that has an event the night before and the night after. Um, so that means I just have flexibility with vendors and different things like that. Um, um, and so, I mean, a couple of months is totally sufficient, right. um, unless we are trying to get something a little right. more unattainable, right. um, and then I, I need to be calling on certain things sooner. Yeah. But in terms of sitting down and planning it out and designing it, as long as the client is readily available, that can be a fairly quick process. And on that note, for ready, readily available, I think it's really important for, um, and I think this is why you need a wedding planner or a, a party or event planner, is that communication is key. Everything. It's everything. It's everything. And that's the thing. Like, I love that you said it allows you, having an event planner or a party planner allows you to be at the party yeah. without having to, like, how many parties have I thrown mm -hmm. myself, being the event planner, and that I'm running, running. sweating, getting running. ready. And I, I yes. throw on a jacket, but people don't know that my I'm totally soaking wet from, <laughs> from fear. Right. But having a great event planner like yourself and getting back to the communication. It's not just the communication between you and the host. It's you and all the vendors. Right. Yeah. And that's something people don't ever think about. Right. Like, like who's delivering what, when, and you know, when is it leaving and how is it leaving and do I have to wash it? And just all these things that you wouldn't give a second thought to because you don't know better. How would you possibly know? How many times have you gone to a party? You know, it's not one of our parties, but like how many times have you gone to a party and all of a sudden the chocolate fountain is walking up the driveway? <laughs> you know, it's like you should you have been here. just said chocolate fountain. Yeah. Chocolate fountain. 
Yeah, is walking up the well. Yeah, right. Um, is walking up the driveway during the party. Well, mapping out that timeline. That's exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Of when when are these vendors bringing this stuff, and do they know it has to be ready not at seven when the party starts, but actually at six thirty? Because guests notoriously also arrive early. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> they just do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, right. That still exists, but like now I see fashionably early, but it's not fashionable at all. Right. <laughs> I'm not ready yet. <laughs> and there's there's the other thing, the big one that people don't think about that I love is the toilet situation. Bathrooms. Ah. Bathrooms. Any other like what do you have any favorite stories or uh, what your oh. favorite, uh, favorite which are that those are going in a book one day. Yeah. Um there are definitely stories. Have I you think. ever had like the, the, the story where the, the bride or groom doesn't show up? Oh. I've never had that happen. Oh, um I've had very, very Good luck with great brides and grooms. Mm-hmm. I do laugh every now and then. I get a groom that's actually the bride, and the bride's totally not the bride. Wait, it's the groom. That, yeah, yeah. I've had you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and that's always an interesting dynamic because the bride's like, I don't care, and he's like, Okay, let's talk about the flowers. I'm like, What's happening? <laughs> it's a process. It's it's a lot of hand holding and making sure everybody's getting what they really want. <sighs> Without getting mad at each other. So you're known in Chicago um, for being, you know, one of the premier party planners, if not the premier party planner in Chicago. You also do Destination. I love Destination. The thing with me and Destination is when you do this, it's like, let's say five days. So it's Wednesday to Sunday, let's just say. And that gives you five days with what I would assume are your best, most loved people in this world. And a normal wedding on a Saturday night is six hours. And when you look at it that way, you're like, okay, six hours um, versus five days. But that means five days of very planned, fun things to maximize your time there. But you just get so much more out of it with you know the amount of time you get to spend with those people. Right. And what seems to be the popular destinations these days? I mean, I adore Mexico. I just have a thing for Mexico. Um, I, a lot of things in Tulum, that general area, Cabo. I just did a bunch of venue visits in Cabo, um, Caribbean. Most things are tropical. They've got to be an easy flight. I did a wedding a few years back in Zihuatanejo, which is a great spot in Mexico, except that there wasn't a direct flight there. Now there is. So you don't want your guests to have to take literally trains, planes, automobiles to get to the wedding. It needs to be a direct flight. Um, now, I've done Ireland, which was magical, um, which is actually where this came from because they are huge golfers and the wedding was in Ireland and they golfed every day. Wow. Was it in a castle? It was, was it was thing? not a castle. It looks like a, I feel everything looks like a castle. But that was definitely commitment in which I thought, okay, we're maybe going to get 75 people. We got over 125. And that is, what, seven hours to Ireland? So, mm-hmm. but a direct flight. No. Oh, that's, that's good. I've been eyeing these tiny little containers right next to Jamie. So in this whole world of food presentation, um, everyone is real. Yes, that is not a hat, but it could be. We can we can make it a hat. Feathers? Do we have feathers? Oh, it will be. Um, the whole kind of disposable world has really one-upped itself, right? Yeah, they used sure. to be so awful and ugly and gross, and, and now there's all of these adorable little things. There's footed things. I mean, what don't you want to put in here? True. Um, and it makes it really easy. This, this, two ways. This is great for smaller guest counts, but really great for bigger guest counts because the cleanup on it is simple, and you're not managing all of these real vessels that are so tiny. And um, it allows a more functional event. 
So there's many reasons to do this. It's also oddly a cost savings. Unless you start buying everything bamboo and custom, then you're really not saving any money by using disposable. Yeah. Um, but it just, they're so cute and styled now that you can make lovely stations with cute little disposable things. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. I am learning so much. <laughs> now, we always like to end kitchen chat with three tips. Well, in this case, not for the home chef, but for... Party tips. Uh, party oh. tips. For the house, the perfect house party. Sure. Okay, so I would say my three, flow, floor plan. That's that's a huge one because it's got to make sense. Um, awesome food and beverage. And then... If you're going to do a favor, something meaningful. So, for example, I did something recently where the favor was canned tomatoes that the client canned because she's into that. And part of the meal, the menu, we use that in the menu. So everyone left with a jar that they could then cook with. That's cute. So you're, you know, you're threading through a piece of that person and the party you just attended for them. Mm -hmm. And don't forget the ice. Ice. Oh my God, at like five pounds per person. Right. No one wants to go out for ice ever. Right. Just have the caterer bring the ice. Exactly. It's the one thing bathrooms and ice. Right? Yeah. And, and most importantly, call an event planner. Call yeah. an event planner. Yes. Yes. yes, and if you guys are uh, in the market for a great one, whether it be in Chicago or worldwide, <laughs> and you want to have a great party, there's only one real person to call, and that's DeMar. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thanks, guys. So much, this was Rachel, lovely. I very much enjoyed this. We we could go all day. I, absolutely. <laughs> but thank you so much. And thank you, Jamie. And thank you, dear foodie friends. And make sure that you check out Rachel DeMarte and the great tips and website. We'll make sure we have the links. Also, come visit Chef Jamie Marita here in the beautiful Viking and Lockburn showroom in the Merchandise Smart. And please visit me in my kitchen, kitchenchat.info. And for more recipes and inspiration, visit the Viking. Vikinglife.com and always remember to take a moment and savor the day. Thank you for joining us today. If you're interested in Margaret's books, A Mother's Heart Knows, Pearl Girls Encountering Grit, Experiencing Grace, and Go Back and Be Happy, please just click on the covers on the webtalkradio.net page in front of you. Margaret would love to connect with you and hear from you. So join her on Twitter, Facebook, her blog, or click on this website to leave a note and share a recipe. Thank you again, and we'll see you here again for a new show next week.